Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It is time for the weekend edition of Busted Open. I'm Ryan McKinnell. Got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, along for the ride here on this Saturday. And on this edition, we take a deep dive into Friday night and the continued amazing work that one Sami Zayn is doing on SmackDown as a part of the bloodline. Honorary Oose, Sami Zayn. We also take a look at one of the best men on the microphone and, well, slowly becoming a great worker inside the ring one, Pat McAfee, as he calls out Baron Corbin on Friday. Night, and it wouldn't be a weekend edition of Busted Open if we didn't give you our best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. You know the deal. It's weekly winter time. So sit back, relax, and click play. It's Busted Open on Saturday. I am so glad he is a focal point of my Friday night viewing. I am so glad he is getting, you know, you use the word in pro wrestling, the push. Uh, you know, Sami Zayn should always have the push. He's that talented. We've talked about his versatility. We've talked about his entertainment value. And with each passing week, Mark, it just becomes more and more clear how valuable this guy is to that company. Man, he is, he is very valuable. Don't understate how good Shinsuke Nakamura was last night either. Like, no, he's it, amazing. it takes two to tango, and both yep. of them guys, they, they, they did an excellent job of entertaining, keeping you uh, interested in the match, and the implications were strong. So, like, you couldn't lose with that match if you just had the people go out and perform. And, and, yeah. and they both did. They both went out there. And, and, but the promos that set up stuff was more entertaining than the match. And everybody can't do that, man. When he said, I, I will not cash in <laughs> on the tribal chief. I went, I just started laughing like, okay, like what in the hell is going on here? This guy just. Well, that's what's great. He, he just volunteers unknown, information right? 
that nobody asked right. you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Well put, him. Mark Henry. And but that's what makes him so you know entertaining. The the fidgetiness, the the coyness, the. The, the 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 sort of ADHD vibe that he gives, right? But then the humor, the levity, there's just so much. And then, you know, if you're a worker, right, and you can speak to this, Mark, you know, you can count on him. You can count on him and Nakamura, right? Like they're like butter, man. You like Randy Orton too. Like there's just a class where. Uh, no disrespect to any of the other people out there in the, in the professional wrestling world. And I mean, I'm sure the workers out there listening, right? They're not going to sit there and disagree. Like when you say Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, Brian Danielson, Jay, like you, there's names out there that you mentioned that are just a little bit better than everybody else. But in terms of that reliability factor, man, uh, just like butter in the ring. Yeah. You know what, man? You mentioned Randy Orton. I, I, this is some like personal stuff, but I, I just want to go on record if, if Randy listens or if somebody that is a friend, a family member of Randy Orton. Um, Randy reached out to my son Jacob on social media and told him how good he was doing and how proud he was to see him oh, wow. doing what he was doing and gave him some uncle... Uh, sage advice and talk to him like he was he would talk to his son and I want to thank Randy for that like that that's we it takes a a village of people to raise these kids Um, I I know that I'm I'm not doing it on my own it's not like I'm a a single parent my wife does a great job of of, you know taking care of them and, and getting all these getting these kids where they need to be but it helps to have somebody outside of your house tell your kid something special, something good. And um, I, I want to thank Randy for that. So if, if somebody's out there, let him know that uh, I heard, overheard Jacob telling my wife that uh, Randy uh, hit him up in the DMs. That was pretty cool. That is that is awesome. And I, I, I don't want to – I don't stay at Jacob too much, right? Because we do got a show to get to. But Jacob is uh, shout out to Jacob who is right now in Southern California uh, at USC putting in some work. Um, the the attitude that that kid has, like I think I was talking about it with us three when we were in the car. Like you couldn't tell me nothing if I was Jacob Henry, right? If I was going to the USC, if I had Randy Orton in my DMs, if I was sixteen, like I would be a problem. You raised a good kid, man. I know the work isn't done, but that kid, that he is a fine young man. Like I don't know, we were out at dinner, like all of us, right? Like I'm not going to mention who yeah. was there, with but someone dog. like kind of stepped out was like. Yeah, we were all adults. It was like, what are you, like, what are you? Basically, like, how are you the way you are at age just 16? So you've done a great job, Mark Henry. You really have. Well, I appreciate it, man. And he's, it does he's take a village. Ex- yeah. He's been exposed to a lot, and yeah. that's that's yeah. something. As a little kid, uh, I used to get told, um, be quiet. Grown folks are talking. And I, I, I said I would never do that to my kid. My kid asked me a question. I'm going to answer it. Um if there's an adult situation that arises uh, with a kid, fair. Don't you want to let them know what that is so they don't have to run into the same pitfall you did, you know? But but that was an old like school uh, way of controlling your kids and keeping them from growing up too fast. Well, the world that we live in now, you have to grow up Ooh. fast. You have to yeah. social media. You know, it's like yeah. the kids in New York City. Man, I, I got na- my neighbors in, in Harlem, 
their kids can get on the train, go down yeah. to like Midtown, run around, do stuff, get back on the train, come back up to Harlem, <laughs> and, and and you know what I'm saying? Like, and God knows what the and God knows what they'll see in between that time. <laughs> what they're gonna see on that train? Right in the city. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? For real. Like, so. Yep. I want my yep. kids. My kids are exposed like that. They 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 can take the train. So we need to do that to all our kids. But you know what? Let's get back to uh, what we were talking Let's about. Let's do. Sam, Sammy Zayn and uh, Nakamura put on a hell of a show. Uh, the implications, the promos, everything about yep. that part of pro wrestling right now is, bro, it's beyond. It's beyond the, the level of communication that we can give it on this air. Well, because I I watched the show uh, last week and this week, and I found the only two things that I found more entertaining than watching Sami Zayn go out was the stuff with Elias and anything dealing with the bloodline. <laughs> like that's fair. <laughs> if if there's three things, if there's only two things above you on the programming of the company you work for, <laughs> you're doing pretty damn it's, good. It, it, hey, and let's be honest. Sammy is a big part right now of that bloodline story because we don't know what's going to happen at Money in the Bank. We know. And I thought the the commentary team last night did a wonderful job. Uh, Michael Cole, uh, Pat McAfee kind of explaining, right, the the, the stakes that were, were at play. Sami Zayn has been yeah. a focal point of this company now for years, and he has never held a major championship title, right? Uh, I think what McAfee said, I think it was McAfee, he's like, I don't believe it for a second. Like, if he wins that money at the bank, like, he's definitely cashing in on Roman Reigns, you know what I mean, at SummerSlam after he takes on Brock like, Lesnar. Stop Because that was Pat. the other big... Well, because that was the other big part of the the conversation, right? Is how worn down is Roman Reigns going to be after he presumably beats Brock Lesnar uh, mm. at SummerSlam? It's just it's a great it's a great sort of story that they're playing with, and what better uh, piece of that puzzle to play with than than Sami Zayn? Yeah, and and I, I love the fact that Sami has embodied the fact that he is. He is oos. And that transformation, I thought the best that I would ever see, Sammy, and, and you, you remember how unbelievably ate up I was during the pandemic when he was cutting promos on the fans and, and yeah. like he was looking into the camera, which the WWE really didn't allow. Remember I told you, we, we were told, mm -hmm. hey, don't address the camera. Address the fans, right. address the announce table, address the wrestler, but leave the camera alone. Mm -hmm. Sammy was looking into the camera. It's your fault. The government does what you allowed them to do. And he would do it, and I'd be like, yeah. holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> and he is yeah. evolving. Where Give is Sammy going to be next year? Uh, well, that that's a cool thing, right? Like, he could be a champion. Like he's he's got the pedigree. Like we know he like as a wrestler, he could Why be a not? champion. Or 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 well, that's the interesting thing, right? How deep does he want to be an oos, right? Like how deep does he want to go into the yes. bloodline? And how much do they want to play with this story? Because you know what? I gotta be honest, man, like having him win money in the bank and then doing some sort of historic like 
like like giving it up or like holding on to it for a year and like promising Roman Reigns that I'm never going to cash in on you and then having Roman carry it and like have us all believe it and at the very last moment then do it. There's just so many ways you could go with it. Look at you. Look at the way you just clasped your hands. It seems like Listen, you, something just It just you. came to me. It just came. <laughs> oh, my God. My brain is about to explode. Okay. Brock all right. Lesnar. Hit me. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, he has took Roman Reigns to the limit. Yeah. The yep. Oos come out, and they tap dance on Brock. Roman comes up, and bang. He, he, nails, he, nails, uh, he nails Brock from behind, and they do the triple tap dance on him. And, but Brock yeah. double Ooses over the top, goes back and forth, Bang, he drops Roman. The match is over, and now Sammy is like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he's then you see Paul Heyman pop up. Like, all of the stuff, and he's just about Don't to do it. Briefcase. Don't do it. Don't do Don't it. Do Don't it, you do it, Sammy. Sammy. So, and he fucking <laughs> cashes it in oh. and becomes the WWE oh. champion. Don't tease me. Don't tease and me. now Sammy, don't tease me. he could do the whole victory. Acknowledge me. <laughs> oh my God! Can you imagine and him never, and, acting and then, like and he was Roman? The but the chase, right? Oh my God! I didn't even think about that. Like him stealing Roman's entire gimmick in infri- gimmick infringement, right? While making Roman chase him for what three months? I, I would mean, you do could it. Drag it out for a year. Hey everyone, this is Kirk Morrison. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I guess. When I get to put on the headset and talk into the microphone for the
back here on a Saturday hour two coming your way. You just heard it. Pat McAfee calling out Baron Corbin, Mark Henry, and I man, listen. I the the Pat McAfee, I mean it ain't an experiment anymore, right? Like this is a full on character we are in full-on storylines this is a man who is performing at the highest level at the biggest stages like wrestlemania and now apparently it looks like he's coming back at SummerSlam. i would imagine you know we're gonna drag it out a little bit and we'll get to the story corbin might run a little bit but uh you know the dude's heat on the mic and we've seen what he can do in a ring with very you know, I mean, limited, you know, time to, I mean, listen, he's put in the work. I'm not saying he hasn't, but this is a guy that took to pro wrestling almost immediately and just truly hit the ground running. One of the more enjoyable, just, I mean, everything, man, in the ring, on the microphone, take wherever you want to put Pat McAfee, the dude delivers. I, I, I'm I, here for this Baron Corbin match at SummerSlam, man. I hope they book did, it. Did you hear the power in that promo? Yeah, and, and he can go comedy. <laughs> He can go comedy. Bum-ass Corbin. Yep. Bum-ass Corbin. <laughs> he could do comedy. He could do all that shit. Of but course. that promo was, I will kick you in your teeth. Don't think for one second that me being a kicker or me being a punter is beneath me being a linebacker or a defensive end because I led the NFL in tackles for kickers and punters. Pat McAfee was a headhunter. He used to go after guys. You hear what, you hear what I'm saying, right? He, also, would, I mean, he didn't yeah, play that. safety. Because there punted, is that NFL crossover, right? They both played in yes. the NFL. There were guys yeah. that would punt, and they would play safety. They would back up and wait and be the last man in case of Maybe emergency. Take out, yeah, take out someone's knees or something or clip someone. Right, right. Pat would field. He would go down and hit people. Google him. He a tough dude. And Pat oh, I don't is need, a I don't natural need athlete. <laughs> He played for the Colts. That is the, uh, the my most hated team. I know I'm from Indiana, but I'm a Bears fan. I'm from Northwest Indiana originally, and we had that 2005 Super Bowl, which just split families, man. That was like well, 2006, the Bears and the Colts. That just that was like Civil War, man. That was terrible. And, yeah, McAfee was a big part later uh, of those Colts teams and the entertainment factor. And, yeah, so I actually went from hating, like legit hating Pat McAfee and all. I still I can't stand the Indianapolis <laughs> Colts, right? Um but I went from hating he, Pat the McAfee to just. The whole point of just, what I was saying well, I, was, yeah, I love the dude. Pat McAfee is a tough guy. He is a he's yes, a he natural is. athlete. He stood flat footed and jumped up onto the top rope, turnbuckle. That's tell crazy. me that ain't good enough. Tell me that's not good enough. You watched him at WrestleMania. Hmm. Of course. I mean, outside outside of Bad Bunny. I would say Pat is the next guy up as far as having the best performances at WrestleMania that was not a wrestler. Might have been better. I don't know. It was it was a little while. I'd have to go. I'd have to. I'd have to go back and rewatch. But they were both supremely impressive. Um, and then Pat's getting obviously the weekly work on the stick 
as he as he teams with Michael Cole and he gets to go out there and, and do that as well. So he's a more regular part of the WWE universe, if you will, uh, Mark. But yeah, Bad Bunny, Pat McAfee, that crossover appeal is so big for the WWE and it's what they do better than anybody. They do it better than AEW. They do it better than anybody because it's been it's been their brand, Mark, since the inception of WrestleMania, right? Like that's what Vince did at the very first WrestleMania. Yo, this isn't just professional wrestling slash sports entertainment right this is entertainment this is celeb this is you know a celebrity this is pop culture this is america this is you know this there is bigger go. than life there you go yep you're on the right track when you said pop culture that that said it all because that yep. that's what we just talked about when i said the the multiverse like that is <laughs> beyond play, wrestling. Yes. <laughs> it's not just wrestling. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's it's the the whole culture of entertainment overall. And it's sports. It's Hollywood. It's Netflix. It's 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 Prime Amazon Prime. It's Disney. It's everything. Mm-hmm. And Sure. Pat McAfee coming into this whole world Keep pulling people from different places, and Absolutely. you pull people enough, then you have the whole world encompassed, and 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 that's that's the thing I love about pro wrestling, man. It's like um, we're not just people in tight clothes jumping around off the top rope. It, it's it's a it's a very diverse entertainment uh, or, or groups of entertainment you're kind of here because of that, right? Like yeah. the world's strongest man, Olympian, Mark Henry, the smile, twing, right? Late night talk shows, right? Like the Olympian. I mean, you you drew the eye of the WWE, not WWF at the time. Correct me if I'm wrong, because of pop culture, because of your crossover appeal. So when you talk yeah. about it, I mean, that's 25 years plus of experience. Yeah, and, and, and to bring in people from those walks, you know, Ronda Rousey, Yep. Uh, Pat sure. McAfee's the, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I Bad scoured Bunny. Bad Bunny. Yep. I scoured the Internet and I watch television, too. And right now, Samantha Johnson, the announcer uh, for SmackDown, um, she announced Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania. Like. Mm-hmm. I saw her on The Voice. And I said. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, what a good look. And then she started talking. Articulate, smart, glib. And then she started singing. And then she started playing the violin. I said, okay, this is too much. This is too much. She got too much talent. She she should be in wrestling. So I hit her up and said, hey, are you interested in uh, pro wrestling, and she was like, "Is this Mark Henry for real?" Because I don't like being catfished. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yes, this Mark? is Mark Henry. I want you <laughs> to come into the wrestling world." And she said, "This is during the pandemic." Mm-hmm. She said, "Oh my God, I will. I am a. Me and my family are huge wrestling fans." She's like, and then she started telling me matches she saw me wrestle. In oh, 2014, shit. in 2011, I saw you at the, and, and I was like, okay, 
you need to be in the wrestling business. Yeah. And yeah. sent her to um, to Orlando to the Performance Center, and she had a workout. Not the greatest athlete. Yeah. But that's not why I sent her there. I was gonna say that's not what that's not what stood out to you. What stood out to her is no, talent. Her, her you just know a, you can you a, know you can get some you can get something out of that. Get in the door, and she got down yep. there, and uh, they started her with the announcing and stuff. And now, voila, there you go. And she was <laughs> like, voila. I don't know how. She said, I don't know how you got me a job during the pandemic when everybody was out of work. She was like, you are a miracle worker. And I said, no, I'm a good evaluator of talent. <laughs> That's who I am. And That's what you do. Luckily enough, <laughs> it's still appreciated. I worked for AEW, sure. but don't think for one second that a Vince McMahon won't say, hey, Mark, Thanks for uh, pulling this person in. They, they're doing a hell of a job sure. for us. Well, I mean, 25 years is 25 years, right? And the pro wrestling right. world is and, small. And, That's and the, my thing yeah. is, is yeah. I want to do that at AEW, and I am doing that at AEW. 100%. 100%. So, like, you know, God's been good to me. Uh, correct me I, if I'm wrong. I, correct me if I'm wrong. You took Jade Cargill to WWE at the time, right? You were like, yo, you really need to look at this woman, right? Or am I am – well, I, I, Am I mistaken? It was a little different than that, but but okay. around okay. about, um, I, I I made that offer to them, but they didn't want to relinquish enough control, and okay. you know it was you know financial considerations okay. and all of that stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah. is yeah, yeah. you know personal information, but um, um, also new people over there at AEW and I was on Team Jade so I was like listen um, I got somebody for y'all if y'all want her this is what's (laughs) necessary and boom then they they picked her up boom and Bianca Belair we know the story of you and Bianca and obviously getting her into the door in WWE when you say you're a great evaluator of talent that is uh that is indisputable at this point in your long hall of fame they both both are champions that's right that's right they are and they are both uh man the the world is their oyster when you talk about both of those women Jade Cargill and Bianca Belair what a what a time to be a pro wrestling fan we say it every week right and there there are two reasons why you just look across the the world right like the landscape Sonia in her suit we were just talking about it right wow, like these were characters so bro these were characters we got 30 years ago it just wasn't like it just was no. the entire business has changed it would not empower women like you know no, back in like the old days you know, there's bikinis and uh, all wrestling and stuff that was kind of beneath uh, the definition of a wrestler. And you had Medusa. You had others out there. Wrestlers. You had you had women out there that were doing it. China obviously was a big part of that transition. I feel like Medusa, right? But it was a slow build, and then there was a lot of like stop gaps in between. And what we're living now. 
Um, it's just wild to look at. And yeah, as you talk about, we talk about we were this really this conversation started talking about crossover appeal, right? Um, you go back to Pat McAfee. Is this going to be a guy that is just going to be used as, at these premium live events like SummerSlam, like WrestleMania, or do you yeah. see a more regular in-ring schedule for Pat, Mark? No, no, I, I see Pat doing the big events. Like he, his, his yeah. value is standing behind that desk next to Michael Cole and any other announcer and making the show move along faster and, and smoother and entertain mm. and, and, and explain the small details and announce we'll be in Des Moines, Iowa next week, yeah, like doing all of the stuff to let people know about where wrestling is going and how wrestling uh, can yeah. be exhorbed. And, um, and if you can get him at a pay-per-view, great. That's a bonus. This thing with Corbin is only going to make him more valuable at the announce table and give him more, more credit for not only knowing what he's talking about because he's doing it, but it's also going to give him that edge of, I've been there before. I've done that. And people value experience. People, how many times have people that's listening to this show how many times have you applied for a job and then they, what's the first question they ask you? Have you ever worked in this field before? Did you work anywhere else doing this? Like experience is a premium and you're giving Pat McAfee experience. Hey everyone, this is Kirk Morris. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yes, Mark Henry, it is the start of our three here on a Saturday, and we are starting Hour 3 the way we start every Hour 3. You know the deal. It is weekly winter time where we give the Busted Open Nation our best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. We start where we start every Saturday. We go back to Monday, and you brought it up. I think you brought it up in Hour 1, man, but this Ezekiel stuff that is going on with Kevin Owens is just mwah, chef's kiss. It, it, it's just... It's must-watch professional wrestling. Like, I, I was sports entertainment. Call whatever the shit you want. I don't care. I got to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, man, that was the, the, the primary thing that, um, that I, was, I, I was looking forward to on Raw, and they did a hell of a job. They did a hell of a job with the, the split screen, the double screen, the in-ring uh, performance, <laughs> the... <laughs> The after the match, you know, ballyhoo in the back, and then you know you have the um, the challenge 
you know, being made. And as Elias is left in the ring, now you have Ezekiel walk up and go, you know what, I'll accept that chance. Like, it was just very well produced, very well done, <laughs> and it, it yeah. put you in suspended belief. And it was it was the thing that uh, I liked the most about that show. Yeah, well, that says a lot because when you talk about the things that you like most about that show, that featured a main event between Asuka and Becky Lynch, which was really strong as well. Like Monday Night Raw is, uh, you know, in terms of consistency, really finding its footing amidst a lot of chaos going on in the WWE, right? Like you mentioned, right? Sasha Banks, no Bailey, right? No Becky. Like, it's very it's very up in the air with a lot of this stuff, and, and I really feel like, especially for a three-hour show, Raw is, again, really finding its footing and giving us a consistently decent, a consistently good product. It, it is. Like, right now... Um, we argued, you know, maybe six months ago that Raw was suffering, that they, you know, it's three hours, that we need to try our best to get more out of uh, all of the participants on that show. And it, it was, we weren't getting that. And, you know, I also, um, I'm glad that they that they started doing a better job um, I, I'm glad that that Raw started doing yeah. a better job because it's it, it's it's like the flagship of the of the of the brand, and you want that to be good because when Raw is good, SmackDown is good, AEW is good, yeah. New Japan is good, MLW, you yeah. you name a company that all of wrestling is good, and well, I, you um, know, you know, like that that show was pretty pretty decent. I was trying to, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships, right? And as, as you talk about Raw, it, there you it go. kind of, uh, you know, Cena's coming back, right? And Cena's coming back to Monday night to celebrate his 20th anniversary, right? He's coming back to Monday Night Raw. Right. And I was talking to my wife about pro wrestling and sort of my history with it. It's like, yeah, I remember Saturday Night Main Event, and I remember the Big Four, and I remember trying to watch, but I don't really remember pro – like, I – I, I don't want to say, like, I don't remember pro wrestling before Raw because I do. But Raw was really, for a lot of us, 1993, I was 10 years old. Like, that that really set forth the era that we're living today. This 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 weekly produced, like, you knew you could go. You knew it was, it was on a Monday night. It was labeled. It was consistent. And then, I mean, just a few years later, the Attitude Era and Nitro and everything that came from it. Uh, you, you just can't understate, or you can't overstate, I should say, how important that brand, like you said, right? It's good to see Monday Night Raw doing well again. It, that's because we're tied to it in that sort of way. You know what I mean? It's it's a part of our history. Yeah, and and you know when you have a AJ Styles and a and a, and a Riddle yes. and almost and uh, what what almost an MVP are doing and all of the stuff that goes into that Monday night show and it's successful, then it, it you know, you kind of, there's a competition, put it like that. There's a yeah. competition yeah. of who yep. has the best television. And yep. if Raw starts off doing really well, the rest of the week will pretty much flow and do well. 
And we love having competition at NXT 2.0. They're finding their footing. They got a lot of talent down there. Uh, speaking of talent, Carmelo Hayes, big focal point of Tuesday's show. Good. Uh, Carmelo is one of uh, the, the the brighter spots at 2.0. But I just, um, you know, in terms of weekly winner, I, I can't rightfully have them in the running. Listen, Mark, we get to Wednesday. I don't. I, I'm just going to say it. Wednesday, Dynamite. Uh, that's my weekly winner. When you look at what Dynamite had, I mean, it's been a little wonky getting through the injuries of Brian, uh, of Danielson and CM Punk and what the plans were for Forbidden Door. But, bro, like, you're going to have Okada show up on North American television, right? You're going to have this go-home show for Forbidden Door. You're going to have the 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 you know you know the just the 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 back and forth that we saw between everybody the promo work that we saw the matches we saw on Wednesday night the builds to Forbidden Door no disrespect to Impact what we saw on Thursday and certainly no disrespect to an entertaining Friday night SmackDown my weekly winner is Dynamite and 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 in large part due because it was the go home show to Forbidden Door which is something we've never really seen before yeah. and I'm talking about Forbidden Door Mark like never there you go we yeah. always talked about. What goes into a the greatest show? A title change? That's always good. It helps. Yep. It it helps. And to have something um, new happen, you know, a, an announcement for a new match or somebody show up that, you know, you never saw on the show before, you had that. Like, you have all the, the elements of, or a, a match that, you know, we, we always, you know, the, the five-star match. Like, or you have one of those knockdown drag-out matches. Sure, sure. You have yeah. that. You had that. So, and it was the go-home, like you said, to the, yeah, one yeah. of the biggest pay-per-views Bro, that's when ever those been coins hit on the brand. Yeah, when those coins hit and I knew that Okada was coming out because obviously I know Okada's walkout music. We we talked about Wrestle Kingdom, right? Staying up for those 24 hours. Okada was yeah. the reason. No disrespect to you know, Omega, right? But like Okada is arguably the greatest wrestler right now in the entire world, right? Like you can you, – I think you could probably pick about five names you and I'm not going to disagree with you. Yep, you can debate it. It's an art and art is subjective. We talk about it all the time, right? But if you say Okada, there is no way I'm going to argue with you. I'm going to be like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't even hey. – all right. <laughs> like, Hey, I got to tell you, though, for your money, the line of the entire show was not about the pay-per-view. The line okay. of the show was Jay Cargill and them looking for – doing a baddie search. <laughs> the baddie search, and, yeah. And, 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 and Bivens saying, hey, we want women <laughs> – to send us <laughs> photos and videos of you to see if you're going to be. To my sisters in Christ, keep it PG. <laughs> Man, I fell out my chair. <laughs> I was like, this is great. What great TV, man. Like, uh, it was It was just, it, it, would, it would have to be. And last night, you know, you can't foreshadow um, what happened on um on SmackDown and Rampage. Great, great Rampage. Starting off like yep. gangbusters. Yeah, Andrade. You know, with yep. Phoenix and, and Andrade. And ending in a <sighs> I guess it would be a train wreck. 
like fighting everywhere, yeah, all over the arena. This a lot. Anybody a lot that was on. involved in an angle, they were out there fighting. <laughs> and, 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 and Jeff Cobb, Jeff yeah. Cobb and, and Cash Wheeler, they had a hell of a match. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I really enjoyed you know, that so match. And I'm the, glad. The show uh, was great. And, yeah, Jeff's getting that and, shot. And the, yeah. Yeah, and then you got to go home pretty much. Well, not a go home, but you 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 had more almost. of the almost. Um, you had more of the education of what's going to happen in Las Vegas at SummerSlam, yeah. and uh, them fixing all of their pivots that you know stuff um, going the opposite direction from Cody Rhodes and uh, with the women with. Um, uh, Sonya Deville and that whole yep. uh, angle. So there's I like a the lot Drew, of things. I like the Drew and Sheamus stuff too, in terms of them getting their entrance in the good. money in the bank. I thought that was well. I thought that was well handled. Yeah. And, and Sami Zayn, you know his oh, uh, his blessing to, to the show, you know was 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 awesome. But I, I can't go past Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, yeah, it was just too good, and it was that's just too my much. Weekly winner too. Yeah. Yep, it was just too and much. You it was know, just too good. It was a, a go-home show, show for Forbidden Door. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks. The SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.